And good afternoon. Welcome to today's update program here on Double K Country. I'm Mike Harbis, sitting in for News Director Andrew Pickin, but uh, always a good opportunity to talk to Nevada R5 Superintendent of Schools, Dr. Tyson Bishore. And um, I'm not going to kid you, we've been trying to get Tyson in here for quite some time to talk about the fall, but as you can imagine, very, very busy in the Nevada R5 School District dealing with all the circumstances that are going on. So, so Tyson, appreciate you taking some time out to visit with us and get people caught up with what's going on in the R5 District. Uh, absolutely, Mike. I'm glad I'm be able to be here today. Well, let's uh, obviously, uh, we'll, let's start with uh, the, the COVID issues because that's obviously front and center. And when this, pro- when this program is airing, you're actually have gone uh, virtual for a couple of days leading into Thanksgiving. With, I guess uh, with the holiday next uh, ho- with the holiday this week, uh, I guess it was kind of natural to go ahead and use those two days uh, as an opportunity to to go distance learning and, and get some things done in the buildings. Yeah, it's uh, multi-faceted uh, reasons for us to do that. You know, of course, the, the cleaning of the buildings will help us out tremendously of having uh, two more days to be able to do that. Um, but also, it gives us an opportunity for the distance learning, uh, see what areas we're, we're lacking in, checking the internet uh, capabilities, uh, uh, across the households around our district um, and just being able to see what we can improve in um, and and pray we never have to go to a full-time distance learning but in case we had to uh, we'd be able to be a lot more uh, advanced in that than what we would have been originally because we'd be able to know what we needed to change prior to that happening well this week uh, are you seeing this week as a good opportunity to kind of do a reset then before you finish off the semester we've learned to be very flexible (laughs) this year so I about every Monday it seems like it's a reset uh, because something will change and we have to, you know, adapt with it. And I'm just very proud of our, our staff and, and our kids to be able to adapt as well as they have with as many changes uh, that at times, Mike, it's three or four changes a day sometimes. Um, but it, our kids and our staff have done an excellent job with that. I won't say that's this question because I'm sure there are many, many answers to this question. But since, uh, the, since students went back to the classroom uh, at the beginning of the semester, what have been the the major challenges that you've had to face? The quarantining issue uh, is always a challenge. And then the the spacing issue uh, to to try to make sure everyone's six foot apart in classrooms that aren't uh, designed for everyone to be six foot apart because we have buildings from the 50s uh, in that. So that's been a major challenge uh, for us. Um, and, and then just everyone's well-being, and and that's the one that's that's probably number one on my list is just the the mental health uh, of our kids and our staff because it, this takes a toll on everybody, and everybody deals with it differently. So that's a a major concern is just the well-being of all of our kids and our staff. When this uh, all when this all hit the fan, I guess you could say back in the spring, did you imagine that at that time you could still be dealing with it at this point and looking at going into the first of the year with it? I, I sure was hoping. I I wouldn't have to. I was hoping it would be gone uh, by now. But um, yeah, it's it's one of those that it's the first time we've ever dealt with anything like this. And and I hope it's the last time we ever have to deal with anything like this. But the the timing of it last spring and then you have your ideas and we've just we've learned so much, um, you know, as a district throughout the last six months of things that we can improve on and things we can do better. It's just so difficult when it's just so ever changing mm-hmm. at times and but like I said we've got a great staff and our kids are proving to be as resilient as you could you could hope for so well the governor uh, announced the the new uh, quarantine policy here just a few days ago actually with uh, with close con- with the new close, uh, close contact rules how much uh, and you can explain what that means but uh, how much will that help if at all going forward well it, 
it will help and it won't help because they've had about three different variations after the first <laughs> ones came out of just different uh, things to change or we actually meant this. And, and so it's it's just like it has been all year with in everybody's world of just things are changing and you just have to be able to roll with it. Um, so with that, you know, the, the masking, you know, we went to a mask mandate for grades six through 12 uh, and had that at the board meeting last Wednesday. And then that rolled out this Monday. Well, of course, Thursday morning, the governor makes that announcement. We had no idea it was coming out. Um, so it went hand in hand uh, for the, the majority of the of it. But then it changed a little bit as well as things continue to change with with their direction. Uh, so we're in constant communication with our health department. Um, that's been great. Uh, so we're just going to continue doing what we're doing. We will provide our close contacts and then the health de health department will make those determinations uh, based on what uh, we have for close contacts. So I'd like to say it completely changes the playing field. But unfortunately, how things change <laughs> by the time this airs, it will probably change two more times. So. <laughs> Well, and of course, there's a lot of people there. Of course, I'm sure you deal with innuendo all the time that uh, whether it's on social media or if it's people talking, thinking they, they know what's going to happen and things like that. There's no way around it. Uh, there, there are a lot of people out there with a the theory that because of the virtual days you're going to today and tomorrow that probably wouldn't be back in class before the end of the semester. Is it your intention to be back in class on November 30th? It is always my intention to be back in class. So that has the, the two virtual days have nothing to do with us of why we're moving to that. You know, that's the last, uh, scenario we would want to go to is to go virtual. Uh, our kids need to be in the buildings. Our kids need that structure. Um, our staff needs that. You know, that's that's what we're geared for. We're not geared for virtual. We didn't go to school to learn how to teach virtually. And so, yeah, I want to do everything I can possibly do to keep our doors open uh, for as long as possible and, and just hope we don't get to a shutdown situation uh, from uh, like we did last spring where it was a mandatory shutdown and stuff. So, no, we are there is absolutely no plan to go virtual in, in Nevada R5 for an extended period of time at all. Are this, uh, the Thanksgiving break as well as the upcoming uh, Christmas break, holiday break, uh, they call it now, are those coming at good times? I mean, yes. I guess there's no bad time for the break to come, <laughs> but, but just the, uh, the opportunity to kind of, while we're going through these winter months, to kind of, to see where we are when you get back to class. Absolutely. I mean, it's a good reset for us both times. Um, you know, I'm worried of when we do come back from Thanksgiving, the amount of travel that may or may not take place. It depends on on what everyone has their plans for Thanksgiving. Um, so I'll, I'll be, you know, I won't have much fingernails left uh, for the <laughs> between Thanksgiving and Christmas of, of getting to that one as safe as we possibly can. Um, but yeah, the breaks are, are good. It's everybody's tired um, just because it's just completely new. You're still doing the job you've always done. And then you've added so much mm. more on top of it. And, and, and that's with everybody. That's just not the Nevada R5 staff. That's our entire community. So I think everybody's tired. Um, and it's so I think the, the breaks are going to come at a good time. I was saying the, you know, the word out there, the two words out there is COVID fatigue. Are you saying that right now? Yes, I'm experiencing that right now. So, uh, yes. yeah, it's it's definitely there and it's definitely a real thing just because, like I said, you know, I thought I was busy last year as a superintendent and then realized I didn't know I had so much free time uh, because <laughs> I've had all of this other stuff we've added to it. Um, and, and that's and that's from my position 
all the way through the district because every staff member we have has basically doubled their workload from what they've ever had before. Um, and, and they're doing great at it. And I couldn't be more proud of the effort they're putting in on it. Just so people know, you mentioned obviously the, the mass mandates now in grade, in the upper grades, uh, six through 12. What other protocols do the students and staff uh, go through when they arrive in the building? Are there any when they enter the buildings? Yeah. I mean, we have the, um, Hand washing, they're doing that all the time. We've got um, hand sanitizer stations across the building, wiping down classrooms. Uh, I mean, it's it's basically we, we've taken all of that. Uh, so I, I hope that our kids are learning enough at school. They're being able to help their parents at home clean uh, because they've done a good job <laughs> of, of doing that at, at our building. So but it's just one of those things that, you know, They've got to be cautious of their surroundings. They've got to understand the, the six-foot uh, distancing rule for social distancing. And, and our kids have, and they've done a good job. I just you know, hope that we can continue that outside mm-hmm. of the school day. Um, and so that would benefit not only our kids and staff, but also the community as a, in, as a whole. I just had a question pop in my head, and you may not even have an answer for it, but it just dawned on me. Uh, I know Cotty College has this. Uh, there was a story that came out last week about the MIAA uh, with all their student-athletes. Uh, they have the app that allows them to do a self-assessment uh is that something that uh, school districts like Nevada can take a look at i definitely take a look at it um you know that that's something that actually i received some information on that earlier this week to look over um i don't know how we would get it implemented completely yet still looking at, at how that would work for us um you know right now we have the self-assessments we're just asking uh, parents and, and children to do before they do come to school if they have any symptoms please stay home um but as far as that goes mike we, we are looking at it but we're not close to implementing it yet how's uh how are the students done and, and i guess and staff as well how uh, uh, i assume you're in the buildings in and out just checking on things so uh uh are you seeing uh, uh are you seeing as since the beginning of the semester are you seeing more of an acceptance that this is just everyday life now as we get towards the end of this first semester it's the new normal uh, mm-hmm. so yeah things have changed a lot throughout the school year so no i mean i'm beyond happy with our our kids and our staff of how they've done um I'm going to tell you that the thing I miss the most when I am in the buildings is I, I don't see faces. You know, I, I see eyeballs um, and bridges of nose, but I don't see the, the mouth, and, you know, the whole face and everything. And so it's a little more difficult to know who you're talking to sometimes when they're when they're passing by. But our, our kids have been resilient. Our staff has been resilient. Um you know, I wasn't sure how the mask mandate would go over with our kids, but they're as socially responsible as you could ask for. They're doing a great job with it. Um, you know, a couple of reminders here and there, but they're here. They want to be at school. I don't know if they many of them would have said that prior to this year of <laughs> wanting to be there, uh, but they want to be there at school um, and have that social aspect of it, which is is needed for all of us. I was, and this is the first time we've talked to you since school started uh, because uh, we just had Mel get because of your schedule, but with as many days. As they were out of school in the spring, did you see? I, I was actually curious since you brought it up. Did you see more? Uh, I guess uh, uh, glee to be back in school at the uh, this semester after they missed so much of last semester. There's definitely a, an excitement uh, just to be back <laughs> amongst everybody again because I'm, you know, everyone still saw each other in smaller groups to be, but, but to be able to have that large group setting, you know, they haven't had that for a long time, and so they were definitely glad to be back. Um, I missed, I tell you what, going around the buildings that, you know, in the summer, I don't, you know, it's not my favorite time at work because there's not people in the buildings hardly. Um, I miss the kids being there, but I tell you what, 
having nobody there for the fourth quarter and then the summer, I was probably the most excited kid uh, on <laughs> campus of just seeing everybody there again. And uh, finally, in the, in the extracurriculars from back in the fall, um, how pleased with you how things went uh, in the fall extracurriculars? Uh, um, you know, knock on wood, we're going into a winter sports season, but it seemed like Nevada did, uh, was able to uh, do much better than some other districts in making sure that uh, they were to get their events in. Yeah, we were very fortunate. Um, you know, we had some kids miss due to quarantine or, or positive cases, which is that's the new norm as well. It's going to happen. Um, but to be able to the for the majority of our activities, we, you know, we were still able to field a, a team every time um, and didn't get games canceled on us uh, hardly at all, which that was not the case across mm-hmm. southwest Missouri and in southeast Kansas. So we were extremely blessed in that area. Um, and, you know, the, the winter months were you know, once again, we're going to have to do everything we can to be able to provide for our kids an opportunity. Um, and so we, you know, we're basketball and, and wrestling this winter are not going to look like basketball and wrestling have in the past as far as attendance uh, and, and everything like that. And so we're going to have some new restrictions that'll that'll be in place. And and I hope people understand, you know, it's one of those we don't like doing it. No one likes any of this, um, but we're doing it for for our kids to be able to provide them the safest opportunity and, and the best chance for them to continue to compete. Um, um, and and one, we'll put a, a plug in for for you, Mike, on that one is, you know, if you're not able to mm-hmm. attend due to some of our restrictions or or just for your own health, um, you can always t- tune in to KNM KNMO and Nevada Mo TV and be able to watch the games and have the best commentary you're ever going to hear. So. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. And as long as it's not a, a postseason game, it'll be free. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's not my fault. <laughs> not ours either on that one. <laughs> this That's one. It's not on. Mike and I on that one. So, <laughs> well, well, hopefully we're going to get through the winter as successfully as we did through the fall. We all and, and you mentioned that because we had the restrictions of the jamboree uh, last yes. week, uh, so you can see that type of restriction continuing. That yeah, we're we're finalizing that and going to get that out. And basically, what it's going to come down to is is we're going to have each student athlete will have a set number of tickets uh, for for their family to attend. Um, and then we will also have a, a ticket restriction for the uh, visitor on how many they can bring into the gym. We'll have some uh, rows blocked off. Uh, we ask that people are, are socially distanced when the best they can. We'll have all of our bleachers pulled out for every event. Um, and then on some of the nights that are, are bigger games, as far as it's a boy-girl doubleheader, um, the amount you may have all season, you may have that four to five uh ticket amount uh, per student athlete could be reduced on those nights um, just so we can make sure we have enough people or enough seating that people can socially distance when we're in there. And of course, Nevada is a part of the Big 8 Conference. I'm, talking, I'm not talking about just sports here, but just in general, because I know superintendents for the Big 8 get together as well. How much are you all uh, leaning on each other right now? A lot. Um, it's been a, a, a rough fall for us. We've lost one of our own. Um, you know, we one of the superintendents in the conference uh, passed away unexpectedly. Um, and so we, we've always leaned very heavily on each other. It's a tight knit group of individuals. And and so that one hit home uh, with us pretty hard and stuff. But, it, you know, have great relationships. We're in constant communication with each other. And and, you know, it's one of those you, you can't pick up a phone and say, what would you do in this situation? Because it's all brand new to us. But we're in constant communication. So we're making decisions the best that we can make. And, and we've got input from one another because 
although you may not have years of experience dealing with it because it's brand new, uh, someone else might have a week of experience dealing with it opposed to one of us. And so they're the expert in the conference because they've dealt with it for over a week when others are just starting it uh, for that week. So uh, it's a great group, like I said, of individuals, but we definitely are, are relying on each other heavily during this time. For, uh, let's close out the COVID section because there are a couple of things I want to ask you, not COVID related, and I'm sure I'm sure you'll be anxious to hear uh, the. Uh, but uh, anything you want to relate to the that I, we haven't covered to the parents or patrons uh, to kind of close the section here on COVID nineteen. Uh, only thing really, I just want to remind everybody that uh, sent out a email yesterday that had a, a survey in that for um, meals for Monday and Tuesday, and and this is airing on Monday afternoon. That's, so, uh, yeah, yeah, so this will be too late at that point. Day, yeah, yeah. So, so we're, we're providing meals for families just like we did in the or for our kids just like we did in the the spring, um, and so that will have would have taken place. Then. Would have already taken place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. would already have taken place. So, other than that, just once again, just you know, asking you to. to do your part and, and to help us of you know monitoring symptoms at home um, and just without in the community of just you know being socially responsible and I'm not telling you know, anyone outside to, to wear a mask or not wear a mask I just asked everyone to be socially responsible because it's going to benefit uh, the community of Nevada. All right, let's jump into some areas, uh, a couple of areas that are not COVID related, and uh, I'm sure you always wanted to talk about something other than that. So, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 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 it's been well known that uh, you've uh, been engaged with an architectural firm uh, doing assessment of all the facilities. How's that process going? Uh, it's going well. We got a, you know, the, the plan was to really hit that hard starting last spring, and, and then everything changed. Uh, so, behind a, a little bit in that, but there, our architectural firm has done a great job of speeding up and catching up on that one. So it's Dake Wells Architecture. And so they've done a great job. We've had two uh, meetings with a uh, group that we've we've started um, here and it has uh, people in every buildings represented, administration, uh, school board members, and then community members and parents also. And so we've had two meetings going through that of just kind of brainstorming. And so then we're going to be able to um, hopefully in, in December be pushing out a uh, kind of a questionnaire type thing uh, to different individuals, uh, parents and, and staff of seeing what their, their needs are, of what they think, as well as community members to get more information. And then finally, uh, we, when we last, you and I last visited on this topic in last spring, I mean, it was uh, budgeting wise, it was a bit of a, a gray area to say the least. <laughs> last spring, not knowing what was going to happen with uh, with state and things like that. How do you feel like that's going right now? Now that you're into the school year and uh, uh, is budgeting going okay? Yeah, budgeting is actually going very well right now. Uh, last year, it was, you know, the complete unknown. Um, and so we took a hit uh, in July, which we knew we were going to. Um, the state told everybody and, and it, what to expect, and, and that's what happened. And then since then, we've been pretty much right on track of where uh, we should be at this time. Um, and so I'm very pleased with how that's going. Um you know, I'm, I'm not saying we've got a bunch of money coming in because that's not accurate, um, but we're getting what we thought we would get. And so as long as we know that, uh, we're going to be all right. All right. Well, we'll let you go. You got a lot of work to do, so I need to let you get to it. So uh, we appreciate you taking time out of your very busy day and uh, uh, to come in and give us an update on what's going on in the Nevada R5 School District. And uh, enjoy the holidays as much as you can. And, uh, and congratulations to, to the work that you and your staff have, have done so far. Well, thank you, Mike. I greatly appreciate it. But it, you know, our staff and, and kids have done a wonderful job. And so credit needs to go to them for everything they've done. So. That's Dr. Tyson Bishore. I'm Mike Harbutt. That's today's update program on Double K Country. Thanks for joining us.